someone who has been a coach, soft skill and behavioral trainer, and a motivational speaker who has trained more than 10,000 people from 30 different cities in India and four different countries. And today he's on a mission to change the way we look around, to change the way how the society functions. And he's training young kids to look up to, to be a leaders in themselves. And the guest for today's show is Amit Dubai, and you're on the Bernadisa talk show. Very happy to be here. Very happy to be here. And thank you so much for the sweet introduction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amit, I have gone through a profile. I must say that it's really inspiring to see someone of your caliber coming out in public, training these newbies, training these youngsters and, you know, making them feel worthy of themselves. So my first question that's for you mm -hmm. is, why did you choose training and coaching? So, Bernard, that's a very good question and thank you for asking that. Well, when I started off, I'll be very honest, 100% honest that I didn't even know that something like this existed. But mm -hmm. I didn't know my skills and my strengths and what is it, you know, what is it that I'm good at? But what I didn't know was what is that job profile and what is that industry where I could apply my skill sets and be happy doing that. So... I did something I feel which a lot of people don't do. So which is why when we, you know, counsel people on, you know, on the, when they choose their careers. So when we do career counseling, not just for youngsters, but also for people, say, in their 30s and they want to switch, you know, that's when the, the experience that I had really helps. So what I did was, which people really uh, find daunting, is I didn't stop myself from experimenting in the sense that, I knew my skill sets and I was looking, you know, for the right role, you know, where I could execute these. So for that, I, you know, I did multiple jobs and I kept switching jobs. Now, it might sound very funny, but it really worked for me. I changed multiple job profiles and I was waiting to find that one job profile where I would just, you know, happily apply the skills that I'm good at. Something that would give me job satisfaction, something that would not sound like work to me something that could you know i would just do happily with a smile on on my face even if it, even if i'm doing it for like 24 hours straight so i did multiple i worked in hr i worked in advertising i worked in media i, I worked in uh, a lot of things a lot of industries and then i think after one and a half or two years of of experiment i got into training now right. when i got into training after my first assignment, I understood that this is my calling. I'll quickly tell you. So my first training assignment when I got into training was that I had to train MD of a company, a young chap about 28, 29 back, back in those days. And he was going to Poland to represent India. Now, okay. I had to train him in the sense that now he's representing India. So his company wants him to be perfect, right? So then, then I, I, my job role was to train him uh, in the areas like public speaking, uh, just take care of his vocabulary you know, and the English and his voice modulation and his presentation skills and his communication skills. So like a whole complete package. So he went there and it went really well. 
And then when he came back, he told me, Amit, why don't you start training my staff? Then I was like, you know, that was like my aha moment. And that w- I was like, yes, you know, that's when I realized this is what I'm good at. Because I am, yes, I'm enjoying uh, doing it. But at the same time, I'm getting great response from the people. And then, you know, then I kept doing it where, you know, I, I had those sessions where people would you know, have tears in their eyes. or Somebody would, you know, come and hug me and, and youngsters would come and touch my feet. And that is when I realized that Amit Tube, you found your vocation. So I'm sure, you know, you know, but a lot of people don't that there's a difference between a vocation and a profession. So profession is what you do for a living. So example, if I code, I get money for it. So I work eight hours, I get money for it. So that is my profession. But vocation is when you know that you are born for this. Vocation is you know that this is your calling. Vocation is you know, you know, this will make me happy. This job, doing this thing will make you happy. So, and then, you know, I I did it. And then, you know, rest is a history. I've been doing it for seven years. But I am, you know, uh, if if whoever is listening, especially youngsters, if you guys are listening, you guys you know, must not stop experimenting. If you have, like Steve Jobs said, if you haven't found what you love doing, keep looking. Because had I stopped back then, yes, people were laughing at me because my friends were growing. They were making more money. They were traveling. They were having fun. They, they had bigger bank balance. For me, I was I was stuck, you know, because I was still trying to figure out what is it that I could do and enjoy and what is it that I could, you know, do to make my living and be happy doing it. So, but then I didn't stop that people back then said that, Amit, you are wasting time. Now, when I look back, I say that the one and a half years of experimentation, I feel that was the best thing that I did. That that was the best decision I took because of which I am where I am today. So I'm very happy with, with the choice that I made back then. Right. After all, we are just a product of our choices, right? Well said, well said. <laughs> I I remember when when I had uh, taken a break to do some studies, even oh, wow. and and later on I did realize that you know I I started feeling myself because I started looking at my friends, mm-hmm. and I, if you remember in the year two thousand six seven eight the call center was a yes. trending job in India. Yeah, yes. every, every second person wanted to be a call center employee, you know, because yes. their style, the way of talking, you know. And I was not in that race and I started feeling that, you know, I'm mm-hmm. missing out something. Okay. I started also feeling that I might be a failure or a loser because I'm not. Oh. Right. But then mm-hmm. now when I look back, I think that one year of a gap, which I took to realize things has brought me 10 years ahead of everyone. Perfect. Very so good. It's, it's not a failure or some, but then it's a way of you to realize that that particular one year or two year or three years gap has mm-hmm. helped you achieve a lot. You know, like you are so right. Yeah. It's, it's like you're achieving something greater things. I mean, of course, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that they are not doing there. Of course, they are doing. But when you look at yourself, like how far you have come, you'd realize when you look back, right, mm-hmm. that was the right decision. And as you said, right, it's an investment. It was investment and was investment. I did have people laughing at me, friends laughing at me. My father didn't speak to me for quite some time. He's like, why are you leaving a job? You're getting paid well. But just that I wasn't happy doing it. So I kept seeking <laughs> and I, and God said, okay, you know, this is your thing and I'll give it to you because you worked hard for it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to share an incident over here. When uh-huh. I quit, I quit my uh, big fat paying a uh, banking job. Mm-hmm. to start a startup called Raindrops. And everyone that I knew <laughs> by that time were mm-hmm. completely against me. They were abusing me. They were like, are you gone mad? You are doing something rubbish. 
but then you know for me that step to quit a company and of course mm-hmm. it's a banking job you're yeah. not going to get it easily so, but to quit a banking job and to start something that you really love was a big challenge for me because mm-hmm. who who wants to quit a job you know it's a high paying job you can tomorrow go to uk you can go to hong kong you can go to us you can go anywhere and you said why you want to quit but then you know i'm telling you if let's say if i wouldn't have quit and uh, if i was working in a corporate company i would have been the same person that i was 5 years ago personally there wouldn't have been growth because every day i'm going to do the same thing again and again and again and again but as an entrepreneur as a a person who is free every day i do a new task uh, uh-huh. if you just go back and see last 7 years i have uh, worked with more than 40000 authors and poets see that's wonderful yeah yeah I've, i've published more than 400 plus books mm-hmm. yeah. every book every manuscript that i read has definitely brought a change in my life and it has helped me grow in short as yeah. this is what i felt would be missing in a corporate company because your life is more uh, you know recurring that same things you're going to do it again and again yeah right so uh, audience if you this thing it's not that it's bad to do a corporate job uh, you know nothing like that it's just that you know if you love doing that do it by all means and it's just that you should enjoy doing whatever you're doing wherever you're doing however you're doing but if you don't right. enjoy it then you have to you have to think for a better option <laughs> and amit i've also heard that you have been coaching these young kids young people out there and you also make those small uh, motivational videos short motivational videos for these kids i want to know how does that work like how are you training them with those uh, you know how are you coaching them yes so the best part about about my job is i get to train people from all industries and sectors and professions so doctors engineers uh, actors scientists and then and i mean it just mds of companies and vice president and then again college students and then homemakers uh, teachers principals so on and so forth but yes you know i do have soft corners for these youngsters because maybe i think that i want to give youngsters what i didn't get back then so what youngsters these days need is guidance for sure uh they need like a good leader who can guide them and at the same time they they want someone to give them confidence that you do this i'm standing behind you right so yeah so um, you know a lot of people, my friends tell me you know you do these videos uh, what's the whole idea amit you know uh, are you doing it for views you doing it for money i said you know what if one person sees the video and it connects with him and if it helps him think him or her think better feel better or give them him or her any guidance uh or gives them hope then my job of the of making that video is done so i was never to make money or you know or to have views i mean if it comes great but the whole idea from beginning of making these videos is to constantly keep them in the right direction and to keep guiding them and keep them focused and in the reckoning you know through these videos i guide them and i coach them and i'm virtually with them so it helps plus you know i get a lot of comments from a lot of people uh, saying thank you so i think that gives me a bigger motivation than i think i would get i mean these compliments and these comments that i get from people i think this is of more value than maybe earning 1000 rupees from one video so that's one thing that that's why that is the reason why i make videos but other than that you know because i've been training so many people i've realized what 
a lot of people, especially youngsters, lack. And I'm going to be very honest about it. Now, not many people understand this, or even if they do, they've not, never been conscious about it. Now, two things I feel that Bernard, I think youngsters must must learn. It's a prerequisite, non-negotiable. Number one is that they need, especially in this high competitive market, they need to master selling skills. Now, they they might be thinking, "Are you why selling skills? You know, I'm not going to be a sales professional." But here's the thing: you go for an interview. That is when you're selling your skills to them. Now, when you learn selling skills, you master communication. So everything, you know, communication, your body language, your voice modulation, your speaking skills, your convincing skills, persuasiveness, storytelling skills, or objection handling, failure handling. All these things come under selling skills. So if they can learn this, not just for interviews, but you know, let's say they open a business, they would need investors. How would they sell their idea? They need selling skills. How would they convince their customers? They would need selling skills. You know, you want to propose an idea to your company. How do you do that? You need selling skills. You want to propose a girl or a guy. You need selling skills. So my point is, no matter where you go, what you do, regardless of your profession, you need selling skills. And second one is equally important, if not more, Bernard. I honestly feel that youngsters these days do not know to keep a balance. You know, when it comes to their thoughts and their emotions. And uh, they are a lot of people, not just youngsters, and they're not happy. Because, they're not sad because because of because of the things around them. They are unhappy because what's happening in their mind. Mm-hmm. They're not able to, you know. <laughs> uh, so I'll tell you, youngsters these days they overthink a lot. They get into depression a lot. They they feel low very often. They get bogged down by failure. They get disappointed. They get hurt. They, are, they get you know they become they become sensitive. So and they give up soon. So that all these things, you know, if you can learn to take care of your mind and your thoughts and your emotions, I think they will be a different level altogether. And this is one of the reasons why I admire Mahinder Singh Dhoni because he's reached that level where he's in absolute control of his thoughts and his emotions. Right. And what what you said, totally agree with that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we have to have you know a control on ourselves so that we can present mm-hmm. ourselves better. going through all these you know your life going through all your life you're seeing struggles linking people um, do you have any idols or someone that inspires you that okay fine i'm looking at him i should do something you know like like you you gave an example of mahindra singh dhoni mm. every time there's a this guy comes up mm-hmm. every time he stands up so <laughs> like him who inspires you the lot yes so one I would just just take the liberty to say that I think my background is my inspiration. People around me have been my inspiration. So I'll tell you, I've I have my my entire family other than my father and me is into Indian Air Force. So I grew I grew up with my you know I was from my childhood I was with my grandfather who retired as a flying officer and president awarded him of India. And you know when I was growing up I would see fighter planes here and there. I would see our flag and I would see parades. and uh, you know those 26 january parades and you know we we were taught that you know put nation first before you put other people first before you serve country serve people take care of people so i think these things have helped me a lot and now when i look back i can coach people i feel only because i put them first over my interests you know i put their interests over me 
and as a result i'm able to empathize connect and care more but if i put myself and and my monetary gains first over them then i think i'm just like everybody else around so what makes me different you know i think my background my the people and my upbringing has a lot so i think my inspiration is my is my family for sure yeah my grandparents you know the, the way they raised me my mother you know she teaches still you know a lot of things about humanity and taking care of people so these people yes for sure other than that you know mahindra singh dhoni but there are two people one is a real life and the other is real life real life i would say are atan tata i think all of us you know indians uh, and people abroad they admire him because the kind of person that he is true patriot you know he helps and whenever our country is in need he's there very humble absolutely really humble so i just love him you know i've told my friend that um, she works she used to work for an airline so i used to tell her that you know now she doesn't but when she did i would tell her that please you know whenever he comes in just tell me i'll go there and meet him you know even if for 2 minutes i'll just touch his feet and just seek his blessing because he is an amazing person and i do right. wish to meet him you know once in my lifetime and I'll, the last one is this is character you know in um, in a series called suits his name is harvey specter very well known i just admire you know he's real real uh, fictitious character but if you haven't watched you must you know i just admire him in fact i think 5 6 years ago when i had i think seen the first season of that i just i in fact i started copying him back then <laughs> that was very kidish but it helped me a lot uh, in terms of confidence i mean he this guy is i mean you know a lot of things to learn from him. so i think these are a few people and obviously i mentioned mahindra singh dhoni so yeah right well well amit thank you so much for taking out your time and being here for this show right and dear listeners if you have any queries or you could just drop me a text or tweet and i know that amit would be really happy to answer to all your queries with pleasure with pleasure and everybody uh, listening i want to tell you something very important obviously feel free to connect you know uh, you can see all my videos and they will be really helpful for you and i'm sure bernard will put the link somewhere in in the description of my social media pages but I want to tell you something very important guys if you are struggling say in your career if you're struggling in your performance when it comes to career if you're struggling to take care of emotions if you lost confidence lost your self esteem uh, then you must join our program called lift me up it is one of the best coaching programs around it will really help you number 2 is like i said selling skills is is a prerequisite non negotiable guys you want to master selling skills i want to help you if you really want to learn it i want to help you look buying right. fancy phones or these cars will make you feel better only for some time but if you can learn these things you can buy i don't know 10000 such fancy phones and these learning these things can really change your life upside down and it can give you an edge over 10000 people very easily so i think this is going to be one of the most you guys can ever make I want you to I want you to start working on it. If not from me, then do it from somewhere else, but you must work on it. But you must do it. That like what I say, you must write a book. You don't publish it with me, not a problem, but you must write and get a book published. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, Amit, it was nice having you on the show and nice chatting with you. Thank you so much. Bernard, thank you so much for having me and you have a beautiful evening. And guys, thank you so much for your time and attention and uh, hopefully we'll connect. Take care for yourself. Thank you so much. 